This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Madeline Charles again. She's a licensed psychotherapist and relationship coach. She's also the host of the Irresistible Woman podcast. Welcome, Madeline. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, Helena. So happy to be here. I always love our conversations and we have a great topic for everyone today. We're going to be talking about how to let a man pursue you without pushing him away, right? Yes. I always get questions about this. So I know my listeners are just going to love everything you have to share. You have so much knowledge in this area. Before we dive in, I know that you're also going to be hosting a free series, something that I was a part of, and it starts very soon. That'll be the first link in the show notes or episode details. But is there anything you want to say quickly about that before we get started? Yeah, so this is a free expert interview series and gift giveaway called the Irresistible Woman series. I've brought together some of my favorite love coaches like Helena, and we're having exclusive conversations to help you understand how to really move forward in your love life, attract the right man, feel secure and confident in the process. Um, So we'd love for you to join us. There's going to be so much wisdom and practical tools available for you, only available with the interview series. So I hope you'll join us. Love it. And it's 100% free, right? No strings attached. That's and right. It starts very soon. So that'll be the first link, like I mentioned in the show notes and go claim your spot while it's still being offered for free. I love offering things like this to the women in my community. So let's dive in, Madeline. What's the first thing you want to say on this topic of how to let a man pursue you and not push him away? Yes. So I do have some some specific tips around this, but I really want to preface the conversation by saying what often prevents women from allowing men to come towards them consistently is that there's a lack of trust. And so before we talk about how to change this, I think we really have to just lay that foundation of understanding when you are struggling to trust yourself or you're struggling to trust men, you are going to actually be sending signals out to the world that you don't truly want a man to come towards you because you may be scared, skeptical, guarded about what may happen next, right? Like we almost think of, I don't deserve this type of guy. He's too good for me, or I'm afraid of getting hurt. So we have to look at those mixed messages that we're kind of sending ourselves and the universe to understand the ways in which we are blocking the love we want from coming in and that kind of continual pursuit from a man. 
That's such a great point. I'm so happy to be starting with this. I have no idea what you're going to share here today, by the way. So I was thrilled (laughs) that you wanted to start with trust. I hear from women all the time who have had bad experiences. Of course, we've all been there in dating and relationships and they stop trusting men. They don't really trust anyone. And ultimately they don't really trust themselves to make good decisions in their love life because maybe they put themselves in situations over and over in the past where they ended up getting hurt. Do you hear that as well from women? Absolutely. Yes. So that's really why I wanted to share this topic today because I hear it so often. And so looking at the ways that you can build trust, this is actually the first point I wanted to share today. It's to really know what your boundaries and standards are for a lot of the clients I work with. And I'm sure that you hear this as well, Helena, in your community. It can be challenging to really know, like, what is my true yes and no? What do I actually feel comfortable with? Sometimes we feel like, okay, if a man's pursuing me, I don't want him to lose interest. So I'm just going to go along with something because I want to maintain the connection. Or there's this kind of scarcity thing of like, I don't know if I can find anyone else. So I'm just going to go all in with this one guy, or I'm going to just entertain this connection until someone better comes along. And so however that looks for you, it really is about getting clear on what you want your boundaries and standards to be so that you do feel safe so that you do trust yourself. And then that way you're not dating from old wounds and patterns, but you really are consciously creating the relationship dynamic that you want, which is going to allow a man to feel safe in your presence and want to keep coming towards you. It's so true. We could probably do a whole episode just on this. This is such a huge point that you're making here. I have someone in my life who's very close to me, who's just the sweetest, most wonderful woman. She has such a huge heart. She's just so giving of herself always. She falls into this nice girl category that I talk about a lot in some of these podcast episodes and my YouTube videos. And she had been dating a guy for probably close to two years. And like a lot of women do, she's just giving so much of herself and he wasn't really doing anything at all. He was happy to just sit back and let her drive to him. He didn't really take her out on dates. He wasn't really doing anything or putting in any effort. And I said, be careful with this guy just because he's not prioritizing you or saying that he doesn't have a lot of time to date doesn't mean that with the right person, he would absolutely put that effort in. And there were red flags all over the place. Come to find out just the other day, actually, that he had been dating, sleeping with four or five other women. You know, I said the red flags were there since the very first date. And she knew that, but just something in her wasn't able to let go. Like you said, there's beliefs of scarcity, that there's maybe nothing better out there. She liked some of the external qualities that he had. And of course, What did she say? We talked for over an hour about this. She said, I am never trusting another man ever again. And I go, you know, the problem isn't men in general. There are plenty of amazing, trustworthy guys who want to be with just one woman forever and be loyal and devoted and committed to her. It's about trusting yourself to catch those red flags. And here's what I told her, act according to that trust in yourself, that there is someone else better out there for you. That if a man is waving red flags right at the beginning, it's important to cut it off and not just hang on to him. And you might say that you're not investing that much, but really you are. Do you hear that as well? A woman goes through another bad experience and then she says, I'm never trusting another man ever again. And then she just basically closes herself off and actually attracts the very kind of man that she doesn't want or isn't able to trust to begin with, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so common, unfortunately. And so I love that you shared this personal example, Helena. I think that it really illustrates how this can play out. And so when you want 
a great man to consistently pursue you and to not push him away. I think it's really important to understand like, what are the signals I'm putting out there? Because as long as your heart is closed or you're saying, I'm never going to trust men again, or I am just going to go for whoever's coming towards me and accepting these crumbs, the good guys out there are going to perceive you as unavailable. You know, they're going to be like, well, I can't even come towards you because the thing that you're kind of radiating out is not a match for me. Absolutely. It's so true. And it feels like you're protecting yourself, but you're actually not. You're actually attracting the very thing that you're so afraid of because your heart is closed off. You're not able to catch those red flags because you're cut off from your intuition. I could just talk forever about this. But yeah, do you have any tips for women to start to trust themselves more and ultimately start trusting the right kind of man? Yeah. Yeah. So, so much of this is around understanding your boundaries, which can be a new conversation for many of us. Like we might think that we are really clear on our boundaries, maybe when it comes to our work or our family or our friends, but when it comes to men, it's looking at where are you making excuses for men? Where are you, where are you justifying their lack of effort? Maybe by saying, well, I know he's really busy or he works a lot. Like, where are you justifying things that you know actually don't feel good? And where are you lowering the bar for yourself with your standards to say, well, I think that this is as good as I can do because of my age, because of where I live, because of how I look, right? Like, it's really illuminating those excuses that you are living by and and cleaning that up and giving yourself some space to say, okay, maybe I don't exactly know what's on the other side of this if I were to let these excuses go, but I'm going to just see what happens and opening yourself up to a different experience. That is just so true and so spot on. That's exactly what she was caught in this woman in this example that I just told. Actually, she didn't think she could get any better. And really, that's just something that was being fed by continually putting herself in situations with the wrong people who just weren't prioritizing her from the beginning. So I love this. Again, like I said, I could just talk forever. We could do a whole episode just (laughs) on this. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time, though. What is that second point that you wanted to share here today? Yes. So the second point, to allow a man to pursue you consistently and not get in the way of that process is to start getting comfortable with receiving. So you can't be pursued if you don't feel worthy of being pursued, right? If you don't feel worthy of receiving that attention, that, you know, affection, all of that. And so to be pursued means that you've become visible enough for a man to recognize you, to register, hey, I'm interested in you. I want to demonstrate that. And for a lot of women, there are fears around visibility, fears of rejection, like putting yourself out there, feeling like maybe it's going to be too good to be true, or I'm not worthy of a man investing in me. And so that's another thing that we want to start cleaning up so that you can be like, yes, of course, I am comfortable with receiving. I'm comfortable with leaning back and being the one who gets to be pursued, to be taken out, to be reached out to all of those things. It can be a real edge for women to actually get the thing that they want in that way. It really can. I say this all the time, but I think a lot of us were brought up placing our value or our worth on what we can do and give to others. And just like that woman I described, it's kind of like the classic person who first comes to this work. They've been doing and giving everything of themselves, most likely to someone who wasn't doing the same. And then they just feel really uncomfortable with receiving. That's probably where it all starts. Do you see that as well? And how can women start to turn this around if they're not good at receiving or they're not comfortable with that yet? 
Yes. So one of the best ways I found to practice this is to just get comfortable with being more visible in your daily life. So this might be the way that you dress in the day. This might be making a practice of making eye contact and striking up conversation in your daily life, even in non-romantic situations, just like training yourself to be like, yes, it's okay to be seen. It's okay to have the focal point on me. I can hold that. I can receive that. And that way, when you do attract a great guy and he's pursuing, that feels more natural for you. It's not going to be so much of closing off or the other thing that I see with women, which is being pursued can feel uncomfortable because there can sometimes be that gap, right? Where it's like, well, I haven't heard from him yet. So I'm going to reach out and close the gap. I'm going to step in rather than waiting for him to make a move. And sometimes it's not that you have to wait forever or you should wait forever, but just giving a little bit of that space there allows the man to come towards you. But sometimes that space feels so foreign to navigate. It feels so uncomfortable that we just want to like close the gap, go into pursuer mode ourselves. And so my other tip is just to get comfortable in that space. And I'm not saying necessarily in like the waiting, right? It's not to say you need to be waiting a long time, but just that natural space that happens where, you know, he's going to reach out to you next. He's going to ask you out next. He just dropped you off from the date or whatever it is, letting there be some space there and being like, okay, this is part of being in receiver mode. I don't have to be the one to close that gap all the time. That is so important. Again, we could talk just on this for a whole episode. So if you're constantly being the one to lean forward and initiate and text him first, and not that this is a game at all, but I think a lot of women have a hard time just bringing it back to zero and seeing what happens, not waiting for a guy, like you said, like, I'm going to lean back and wait and see what he does, but lean back and keep moving forward with your life. Basically lean back and put that focus on yourself. It's basically taking your focus off of any guy whose energy is not coming towards you at the moment, focusing on yourself and your own life and moving forward and trusting to go back to the first point that the right guy is absolutely going to get in touch with you. And it's not that you can never initiate. I think we talked about this Mm -hmm. in the last episode we recorded together. It's all about where you're coming from. So if you're coming from a place, like you mentioned, of anxiety or, oh, maybe I should just do this because I won't hear from him if I don't, then you're coming from that masculine energy place. But if you're feeling amazing and his energy has been coming towards you, then of course it's fine to initiate when you're coming from that feminine space. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yes, I'm so glad you bring this up, Helena, because the next point I wanted to share is really around this concept of what I call giving a man the green light, which is letting him know that what he's doing is working, that it feels good. You'd like to experience more of it. And a lot of times women can struggle with this idea because they don't want to seem too eager. They don't want to give him a big ego. (laughs) They want to make him work for it. And those things, you know, when we're kind of withholding our authentic expression, it does tend to backfire. I've seen so many times where a man is pursuing, he's trying to show his interest and women will play hard to get thinking that that's going to hook him. And then he, he naturally starts pulling away. And then he says, well, I just didn't think you were interested in me anymore. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's finding it's yes, it's finding that self-trust like we've been talking about where if he reaches out and that felt really nice, like actually letting him know that or he planned a really thoughtful date, let him experience your appreciation. And I think that the important caveat here is that you get to allow yourself to really feel the genuine excitement or the anticipation or the hopefulness, all of those beautiful feelings that can come up in dating. You can feel those things in real time without 
overly attaching to the story of like, well, what does that mean? Or what's going to happen next? Or all of those things, right? That's kind of that sweet spot where you're able to authentically share your heart in dating. And that's going to just give that man that fuel to keep moving towards you. It's so true. I can definitely feel the difference. Like to me, this is crystal clear, nothing confusing at all about this. But I hear from women all the time who say that it can be confusing. There's a lot of mixed messages out there. Some people say you can never initiate. So I could feel the difference when you said, I just feel full of appreciation or I feel excited about this and I want to share that versus he hasn't gotten back to me in three hours. Maybe I should text him and make sure that he's not mad at me or that everything's okay. I can feel the difference completely. So it's totally fine saying something like, I had an amazing time on our date, looking forward to the next one, something like that. Would that be an example of giving a man a green light or I'd love to hear any examples you have? I I think that would be really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you just said there. You might say, Hey, like, thanks so much for asking how my day went or remembering that I had that big meeting at work and asking how that was like, it made me feel really seen when you remembered that, or, you know what, I totally noticed that you put so much thought and intention into our date. And that just made me feel so good. Um, or, Hey, I would really appreciate if we could hop on a quick phone chat and connect sometime this week. I know last time we did that and I was able to hear your voice that made me feel so much closer to you. So you're just kind of putting these things out. And of course it's all about no agenda behind it. (laughs) like not going into a story. I always say like giving a green light, you want to practice those things when you can say for yourself, okay, no matter what happens as an outcome, I'm going to be okay. If letting a guy know that you had a great time on the date is going to surge your anxiety and then it's going to cause you to spiral out. That's probably not the time to express it. You know, you want it Mm. to be that really like lighthearted, non-attached, like this is just my authentic expression. I'm going to just convey that to you, but I'm good with whatever happens from here. So true. So basically when you're coming from that place where you're not attached at all to the outcome or the result of any interaction, you can do whatever you want Basically, yeah. coming from that place. But I think a lot of women who are just finding this work or if they're really caught in a strong attraction or maybe even obsession with a guy, they're not at that place at all. They're caught in trying to make something happen, manage his impression of her or his feelings about her. And it just doesn't work. Doing anything coming from that place is going to push him away. So I love that we're making that distinction. Is there anything else you want to say on this one? Or should we move into the fourth way to let a man pursue you? Yeah, I think I think we really covered what it means to give a man a, a green light and to give yourself that permission, you know, and before we move on, I do want to say that if you have noticed that men have come on strong at first, and then they kind of fizzle out, there can be lots of reasons for that. But I do want everyone listening just to reflect and say, was there any part of my own kind of self-censoring or withholding my expression? Like, was that going on for me at all? Was I actually really excited and I tried to play it cool and act aloof? That might be something interesting for you to pay attention to just to see if perhaps that was part of the equation in men kind of pulling away. And then with future dating experiences, practice what it's like just to put a little something out there that feels true to you. Chances are you're going to see a really different type of response. You know, I I work with clients on feminine communication, especially over texting where things can just feel so dry. And when they implement these types of things, they're like, oh my gosh, like these guys are just coming towards me. Like I can tell that they're really interested because of this type of language that I'm using and the feeling statements and all of these things. So just wanted to put that out there as an invitation for everyone listening. 
I love it. And I love that this is just basically feel confident in yourself, trust yourself, trust that the right man is going to pick up the ball and run with it. And then basically just do whatever you want, right? Forget the rules. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to be so rigid, like who's leaning forward, who's leaning back. It's not about that. It's about the overarching dynamic. And I can see how these all tie together. So I'm really looking forward to hearing this fourth one too. Yes. Yeah. So the fourth point here, it does really tie everything together here. This is more about your belief system, which is where everything comes back to. So I invite everyone listening to really get into this default expectation that being pursued by a great man is simply a natural consequence of being available for your desires. This is really coming back to setting that intention and just deciding. It's like, okay, when I am feeling comfortable being visible. I realize that I'm safe to receive. I know my boundaries and standards. When you can kind of check those boxes, it's like, okay, I'm fully available for what I want. And so of course I'm going to be pursued. Like that's just the natural consequence of this. And when you really get into that state of being and that decision so much opens up for you. And that's where some of these more practical things that we're talking about really come more easily. So I wanted to just tie everything up today with that one point. And I will say it's easier said than done. This is a continual decision that you come back to over and over when the doubt and fear creeps in, but you just come back to like, I've decided, of course, of course, of course, like it's just that natural consequence. I'm going to be pursued by great men and they're going to keep coming towards me because I've made myself available in these other ways that we've talked about today. It's so true. And I hear from a lot of women who say, I want to believe that I really do, but I don't, especially if they've had bad experiences in dating and relationships, they can start to feel like I'm not lovable, or this is not something that happens for me. I'm unlucky in love. Maybe this can happen for someone else, but not at my age, not at the weight that I am, all those excuses that we talked about at the beginning of this episode. Do you have any quick tips or tools for people just to kind of stick a toe in this and maybe start to believe or trust that it's possible? I think that would probably be helpful for people who are kind of stuck in doubt. Absolutely. Yes. One of the best ways to get out of that kind of that doubt trap (laughs) is to really open yourself up to receiving, which is along the lines of the second point we talked about here today. And so receiving can be just in your everyday life, like in non-romantic places. Sometimes that's the easiest way to just crack open is like, okay, like let's not even look at your love life. Let's look at other relationships. Let's look at you just going about your daily routine. What are small, simple ways to open yourself up to receiving more And then it's realizing that your love life is just an extension of you. It's not this separate special thing. I think that sometimes love can feel so elusive or we've been burned in the past, whatever, that it can feel like, oh, I can be lucky in these other areas of my life or things can be easy over here. But for whatever reason, love is just this totally separate siloed thing. But when you really get practiced at receiving in that kind of feminine energy way that Helena, I know you're so good at sharing with everyone, you start to see that it's just a parallel, right? And that you can apply those same principles over to your love life and everything just starts opening up. I think you also get to realize that the doubt and the fear, we carry that as a self-protective mechanism that serves us to a point. And then we have to get honest with ourselves that it really is just this self-fulfilling barrier (laughs) to keep what we want at bay. And that often comes back to the lack of trust in ourselves. And so we then get to go back to that first point we've talked about, 
what are your boundaries? What are your standards? What's going to help you feel safe? And when those things are in place, you're going to feel more comfortable letting your guard down and really letting in what you want. That is beautiful. I think everyone should just rewind that and <laughs> listen to that over and over when they're in that doubtful place. And I can really see how all of these tie together. I just love everything you shared. I'd love to do more episodes with you. Maybe we could do one yes. on each of these or something totally different. I know anytime we talk about anything that you wanted to bring up, I know this was your idea to do this topic today. I just absolutely love everything you bring to the table here. So do you want to recap these four points? And then I'd love to talk one more time about your free series, something that I was a part of that's coming up very soon. Yes. So just to recap everything we talked about here today, the first point is to know your boundaries and standards. These are the things that are going to help you feel safe opening up and actually being pursued because you know that things are going to move at the pace that really works for you. The second point is to get comfortable with receiving. So that comes along with allowing yourself to be visible, allowing yourself to be seen in the world so that you can receive and to really allow yourself to be the one that is pursued. So not stepping in and closing the gap out of anxiety. Um, the third step is to practice giving a man the green light. So letting a guy know when he's doing something that feels really good, or you would like to experience more of that positive reinforcement goes a long ways. And then the fourth point is really to create a default expectation that being pursued is a natural consequence of you being available for your desires to truly just see it as like this law of nature where it's like, this is a natural consequence. This can't not happen. And so the more you release those doubts and fears and anchor into the truth of your heart and creating the reality that you want, the easier it's going to be for these things to come into place. I love it. Thank you so much for that recap. We just covered so much amazing stuff here. So I think that was probably really helpful just to recap everything. And yeah, let's talk one more time about your Irresistible Woman series that is starting very soon. This is something that I was a part of. And I know it's going to be so helpful for so many women out there. And it's totally free, right? That's right. It is 100% free to get exclusive access to over 20 top dating and relationship experts, exclusive conversations where we're talking about what is really required to feel secure and confident in your love life, to attract the right guy, to learn how to make it last. And each expert is providing a free gift as well. So it's like a virtual goodie bag that's available to you. This is season seven. So we have so much fun doing these. And this is like my favorite one yet. The conversations are really just going to blow you away. And you're going to walk away with a ton of practical tools and practices to support your love life right away. Amazing. So that'll be the first link in the description or the episode details. You might have to click read more or see more if you're listening on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just go ahead and scroll down and that'll be the first link in there. Totally free and it's starting very soon. So make sure to claim your spot while this is still being offered at no cost to the women in my community. Madeline, is there anything else you want to say here today before we close out? Gosh, I just want to say thank you so much, Helena, for having me. And I know that some of the things we talked about today, like this idea of just deciding that you get to have what you want, I know that that can feel challenging sometimes when you have a lot of ingrained doubts and fears, but trust me, coming from someone who has walked this path herself, it's totally possible when you stay consistent with it, when you plug into resources like this podcast and you really just show yourself what is possible by opening your heart consistently. 
Love it. That is just so true. I've seen it happen over and over and over again from the amazing women in my community. Of course, it happened in my own life and I know yours as well, right? Yes. <laughs> so this was great. Thank you so much, Madeline. Like I said, I'd love to bring you on to do more episodes anytime you want. This was just so much fun and I love everything you shared. And for everyone listening, make sure you're following my podcast. I have new episodes coming out every single week, so you don't want to miss any of those. Just click the follow button on my podcast homepage and feel free to leave me a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if these episodes or my YouTube videos have been helpful for you. So thanks for listening, everyone. And Madeline, thanks again. I hope we can do this again soon. Yes. Thank you so much, Lena. Bye, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.